0: If you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There is a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast and write from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. I can hear you now. Hey, there we go. All right, all right, all right, all right. right. Hold up. Let me get to it now. Welcome to the Raw Dudes Sister podcast. I'm your host, the BB Dub Lover. If her belly don't wiggle, I don't want to jiggle. Um, (laughs) The Fupa Protector. Um, let's get into it. Um I got my young fella in there, Grant. What's up, what's let's up? Let's get girl? In. How your day going, man? It's
1: going all right. I mean, I just had this gala dinner last night and I slept with it. I was
0: I was out for a while.
1: I just got home chilling. Chilling.
0: Yes, you man, how do you have a so humble mindset to be you know me so young, man? Where did that come from
1: i i got lucky for i mean i i I don't know to be honest i think i was it's something that you just you get i don't know honestly it's all about what you're exposed to i feel like i feel like it's a you know mixture of what kind of mind you got as far as how you like to think but it's also a mix of like your environment and what you're exposed to and how you respond to it so for me i mean i didn't go through a lot growing up as far as like being homeless or being, but I analyzed a lot, you know, I wanted to understand what made these people from the ground, you know, that were less than me go so far up in the world. And I really like harnessed a lot of like studies on that part, young, like young. So every since then, I just couldn't stop analyzing and stop studying and stop observing. So you learn a lot when you do
0: all that. I, I also feel like that. Cause you know I mean? I came from the slums of, of 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 East Side of Aberdeen, where I notice, now I gotta be tight with my money because I don't want to be, you know, I me mean, panhandling, begging, you know, I me mean, living off, you know, I me mean, check to check. Some people, you know, I me mean, are fucked up out here financially because we not got, we never been taught financial literacy. Do you believe that as black people?
1: I, I would even just as poor people, like uh, people get in this um, consumer mindset, and it's there's there's a big inflation with that. I remember. Uh, a while back that something about my dad that I noticed and then and other father figures in my life I noticed that when they go up with their money they also spend up higher and they never just like humble themselves with what they have they just if they got a raise they get a new car if they got or they'll get a new apartment or a new house or try to get something that'll keep them on that threshold and they're like you know like at neck level all the time financially and it, re- and it does fuck people up people don't understand like that they have this consumer mindset if you're raised with it it's hard to get out of it you're surrounded by it and that's how people indulge and nobody likes to discuss topics like that because i mean it's it's touchy but yet everybody does the same thing and it's just like i i mean and and that's a lot of poor communities for real like everybody has that mindset and it's hard to get out of it's hard to like not think like that not act like that not celebrate you know, shit. I mean, I I just bought some food. And I'm like, I already got food at the house. You know, like good food too. It's not even like some cheap food. I gotta like cook. It's more like, no, nah, I got good food at the house, and I already bought. I just bought food on my way back.
0: <laughs> so I, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a lot of people. I just like sometimes I just be looking. You know what I mean? when I'd be driving, I'd be just looking. I'm start, I start seeing like you, like you see like you be at the light, right? You mm-hmm. see a homeless person. I'd be like, man, I wonder what the story is. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. what caused him to get to that point? Uh,
1: honestly, it's I feel like around here, around our area, like we hold a lot of it's just addiction and alcohol, and then that alcohol derives from you know an upbringing trauma. People of... trauma,
0: huh? You think people lean to alcohol for trauma? I think it's the pain. Yeah,
1: it, like I mean, think of it like us men especially even black men we're very silent about how we feel you know like we don't have anybody anybody to go to on a lot of things and we just learn from others and we try to keep it moving but we never ask questions in the matters of our own like trauma like you talked about so like with poor people like and then on top of that people who are like stuck homeless and stuff they all have a lot of different interesting stories i mean when i was we have I have this art association that We take trips every year, maybe like twice a year, and we always go up to New York, and we always see homeless people, and we talk to them, at least, just a few of us, just a few of us, and uh, a lot of them just say, it's just like, nah, I just, I got hooked up on this, I got hooked up on this dope, I got hooked up on this, that, or they're like, honestly, after my such-and-such passed away, like, nobody understood, and I just, like, I don't don't care anymore, you know, (laughs) and I was just like, wow, but... I think I think uh, people just need to communicate better because I think like everybody has a good intention for other people, especially people they care about. But it's hard to do that when they can't express themselves around them. You feel me? So it's a, but that's not that's just a small fraction. I mean, there's a lot of different routes on why people are homeless. Some people are just like they just like that lifestyle. I mean, no offense to my grandma, but she's really just so used to that lifestyle. She was a white woman growing up. She was a white woman with a black man in PA. In the most racist areas, it was not going well for her. But she and she had a wealthy family, and she threw it all away. She didn't care. She just she know what she loved to do, and she did it. And, and yeah, she was poor. She was homeless plenty of times, but she just did her own thing. I remember her stories on that. It was it was immaculate. Like she just she did not care about money like that. She cared about what she wanted.
0: So, and, and that's hard to believe. People right. don't care about money. <laughs> it's it's like a true that's. Film. that's that's why I did most people to think people don't really actually care about money. I mean, about
1: the- more to life than that, though. So, like, I see where they can come from. I just shouldn't ignore it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't ignore money. It's a tool in this world that's highly used. And for this society, it's like water for the society. You got to use it. But if you don't, you lose. If you do, don't let it run your life, you know? Like, like there's plenty of things. Memories made with good people is always something better and non-refundable you know like it's something i would trade
0: what's your biggest life lesson
1: uh right now to be honest the biggest one i'm oh i, I didn't even tell anybody on the podcast but i'm i'm 24 years old um mm-hmm. so i might not have a lot of experience with the world as much as a lot you know a lot of you know like the people that we work with, they got a lot of experience with the world compared to me. And right now, the biggest one personally is just getting close with God and knowing who to get advice from and knowing those who think they have the advice for you. You know, there's a difference and I'm learning that. So I have a I have somebody I know that I, they've known me since I was little. And, you know, I ask them how it going. Cool. You know, they tell me about their stuff. But when they ask me, I always tell them what I want to do. And they're always throwing, like, oh, you need to do this and that and this and that. And I'm like, no offense, but I got this. Like, I'm a grown man. I'm not some 12-year-old boy. I ain't so, you know, like, I know what I'm doing. And that's, it's nothing risky. It's not like I'm getting into any drugs or I'm getting into any, like, dangerous situations. You know, but you over here throwing advice my way. And I'm like, I don't think you needed to do that. You know, people just feel like they have to teach everybody that i don't have to learn from everybody who tries to teach
0: so i've been close with the bible they teach me a lot honestly it's a good book of lessons but the, the bible will tell you about false doctrine all the time so you're definitely right about that man it's a lot of good term a lot of there's a lot of people not not to say they're not you can learn anything for some people but some people don't don't never took their own advice you know what i mean mm, yeah and if they was in your situation they probably fucked up even probably fucked up even more you know what i mean so it's, it it's it's a it's a 50/50 thing man i i really believe you got to sometimes you can't take advice from everybody exactly like you say you can't you can't it's
1: hard can't. i mean it's hard and for me like i i'm in a weird spot in the world like we're we're going through a whole transition with technology and social media you got a lot of people my age, going through things that a lot of people before us never went through and rarely ever went through. So like me, the one thing I did was learn from people who were older than me, people who were before me, because like, I learned a lot. Like I just needed to learn. I needed to learn from people, veterans, you know, like, I don't care what you are doing in life. Like you have a story, but that story holds lessons that I probably will have to go through. Like I learned a lot, even if I didn't want to, I chose to. And I took the initiative to like, like apply these like methods of handling life the same way but it's just when you learn and i i keep calling i keep saying old heads cuz i always like we always say i always say old heads at work um i feel like uh uh dortan yeah he got me on <laughs> he got me on saying old heads but uh uh it ain't no disrespect cuz i i like to say elders but I don't, I don't want y'all feeling like y'all 50 or anything but people older than me you know, like, Man. you know so
0: What you have to feel like Cause some yeah. people don't even make it to 45 Some people don't even make it to 29 Or 24, so
1: I mean, I just, like, honestly, like I've learned a lot from people older than me And I loved it, like, I love it My parents especially, I learned from Adults who were on dope Adults who were, you know Millionaires, like, I've learned from people from Across the world, I have so many questions Like, I, I just want to learn From experiences before I have to endure them Cause it only makes you more comfortable and knowing what to do. So like I've learned, I'm like, if I, I know what time I don't have to waste with the individual sometimes. Cause I've heard it 50,000 times. I don't need to hear it again, you know, and they ain't going to like budge. You're just going to keep trying to tell me how, you know, so not nah, like that. What was that term you use that, uh, uh, when, when, when they give you false advice, unnecessary, or like, like useless advice, you said, uh, undoctoring, uh, yeah, false doctrine. False doctrine, yeah. That's yeah. but I, I feel like it teaches you a lot.
0: I it's interesting though. This role is very interesting. But 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 in the same token, you still can I feel like you still some some people can be like you say, you take it from dope of avi- you know I me, mean? dope fiends and stuff like that. Cause look, even you know what I mean, I'm not a Christian, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? You look in the Bible, God used Noah, use you know what I mean, he used Mary Macaline. She was a you know what I mean she was a slut, she was a thought right. You know what I mean? It don't. It don't. See. It doesn't matter how you. You know. What I mean. You start as long as you change this into something better, man. Because people can God used all people in the Bible. If you look at it. He used a lot of people with shortcomings.
1: Nah, seriously. And- Go ahead.
0: So you know. I mean, that's all I had to say, man. Now, um,
1: you're right. I feel like you can't. You can't judge a person by their actions per se. Mm-hmm. But the actions towards you is different than judging them all. Too, yeah. You know, like everybody had yeah. intention but some people are just where they're at you gotta let them be just don't let it affect your mm-hmm. life negatively You feel me so now nah, um i was going to ask uh I had a question for you nah um how old are you I'm about to be thirty 30 oh yeah we ain't that far apart we ain't that far apart nah. how do how do you feel about like i mean do you do you still take on like i know you got you got you got your you got a kid and everything right?
0: Yeah, I got a kid.
1: Yeah, yeah, a... yeah How's like? What do you how, like? What do you like at thirty? Like that's that's a goal of mine. I want to have a kid when I hit like thirty, probably a little bit later.
0: But the, the key is the key is to find the right person. Mm. And this and this this the this, this is the main thing. You find it out. Is she's the right person? Because sometimes you you get to the point where it becomes a job. You know what I mean? We work at a warehouse. You you hit the button. Oh, man. It's sanitized. It's the forks work. Yeah. (laughs) And some days you don't check it. And you walk past the big signs of, man, this shit could fuck up on me. And sometimes relationships get to that point where it becomes a job and you don't really see the signs. So you definitely want to make sure it's the right situation, man. That's the key God. is that's the major key. But overall, man, I just I just, I, you know, what I mean, at a point when I was like, I had my kid at what, 23. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't want a kid at that time. But it's a blessing. And at the end, because because I was going through a destructive phase where. I might not have been here, you know what I mean? So she definitely my daughter definitely grounded me. To humble myself, cause I thought I was hot shit, and you know what I mean. I was God and stuff. You know what I mean. When you're young and coming from the environment I come from, you know what I mean. People you look up to certain individuals not doing necessarily the right thing. You know what I mean. You see a lot of shit. You know what I mean. You see domestic violence. You don't see. You know what I mean. It's just like it was yeah. just like you know what I mean. Like a music video, like BT After Dark. You see shit like that. You know what I mean. I never seen somebody really have a, a real. Non-toxic relationship, and you know what I mean. No, in a way, you know what I mean. It's womanizing, and you know what I mean. All that stuff you see, and you, you, in a, in a way, you try to still have your cake and have ice cream too, and be a womanizer, and you eventually you have a. And I had a daughter. I was like, man, I need, I need to relax a little. I need to relax, man.
1: No, because
0: how, how you, you know what I mean. How are you going to see? How are you going to feel when your daughter in that, in them shoes? You know what I mean? And I try to keep my kid away from certain things that I didn't, that I saw. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm really protective about where my daughter goes and where she hang out at seven. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Nah, that's huge. I mean, I, I, I know where you're coming from with the like, with the environment of like bad relationships. You know, like I've had a lot of people in my family, a lot of people be disloyal to each other i had i grew up with friends that you know used people and they would blatantly say it and just cold and in my heart like i have a good everybody has good intentions to some extent but at the same time like my heart was just like yo i can't i've never seen a healthy relationship like Mm -hmm. you know i never seen i got blessed with one that was my last relationship i got blessed with a, a healthy good relationship And it taught me a ton. Like, of course, obviously now, like, I'm single and everything. Like, it must, you know, something must have messed up. But that was a very huge learning experience. And, like, so, and it it taught me, it helped me recognize, like, wow, I really haven't seen anything decent like that. You know, like, just good and not, like, trying to, like, find, you know, like, people handling their stuff the way they need to. But they're not diving into, like, drugs or guns or gangs or Hobbies that just don't, that put others' lives in danger. Like, they, you know, like, I'm used to seeing that. <laughs> so I see where you're coming from with that. And then when you come with, and you're right, 23, like, you feel like you can do anything. For real. Like, honestly, like, you don't know how many friends I have right now that are around my age. And they want to try, they want to do coke. They want to try lean and all that. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't, like, I don't see what the hype is. But then again, they weren't a clinical aide like I was for a year. You know, they weren't, they didn't get to see the people who were in rehab and they didn't get to hear the stories. You know, like I heard this, I can say this because this is well past time. I usually respect laws after you leave a job to like not expose stories like this. But there's a guy who, um who had his best friend and he was high with his best friend and he OD'd and his best friend, and while he was od he could faintly see everything and it was his best friend and his girlfriend with him at the time. And they were all smoked up with him. So when they saw that he OD'd, they got a body bag and put him in the body over the water like that was his best friend since he was a kid and they were ready to switch like his girlfriend 3 years ready to ready to dump him like it was like life changing i've never heard such a thing yo you can't even that's stuff you only see in the movies and i got a person here who well, uh,
0: it's only it's only takes it's only take one time to really some people don't know it's just like drinking alcohol Everybody got a certain limit, you know what I mean? Yeah. To your body breakdown or you know, it could be your first time. That you can get out of here, OD, and get out of here. That's why they got so they're so prevalent on Narcan and methadone. You know what I mean? To kind of make it semi-legal dope. You know what I mean? Right. But that's a different story. That is a story. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely that's definitely a different story. Um. That's a diff- yeah. <laughs> why why do you feel like? what causes mental health issues in the youth nowadays? I feel like... Oh, man, that's a great question. <laughs> like, back when back when I was growing up, man, like, bullying, you know what I mean, was not as serious. We Kids didn't take it as serious. Normally, you just pick a rock up, hit the bully in the head, be over with. <laughs> but nowadays, these kids taking themselves out, you know what I mean, all the way. They don't want to deal with it. You know what I mean? Some of them just... Yeah, man. 8, 10, 11, 12, killing himself. Why do you feel like it's I, spiked up now?
1: I just uh, suicide. I think it's um, it's a mixture of a lot of things, but I'm gonna stick to one. First off, shout out to my cousin Sugar. She, she's um, she passed away through suicide, and she was she was like twelve years old. And
0: damn,
1: yeah, and it was part of time. Yeah, not, you know, she's, she's in a better place now. She's, you know, but um, she, uh, it just put a lot of things in perspective for me. And I battle with a lot of depression. I ain't going to front. Like I, I definitely, depression is one of my biggest things. Um, And I'll just speak on one source, but uh, I feel like I really, I, I hate to say, it, but I do blame a lot of things on just like the access of technology nowadays. I feel like Yes, you know, it's good to have like access to information and to be able to share all of these creative ideas that we have to each other and communicate even right now through this phone, you know, Um mm-hmm. I just think that the habits, we're very habitual creatures, so we're going to build a habit and that help it, that habit's usually going to form and become dependent. you know, just like how alcohol doesn't become, an, you don't become an alcoholic on the first drink, you know. It's it's the alcohol consecutively. It's that consistency. You don't you know, you don't build your muscles, you know, at the gym on the first day. I mean, they're called newbie games, but you get what I mean. You don't really build until three years later when you're consistent to the point where you don't even like to eat out. You know, like things like that, that it becomes like a like your whole way of living in a, a lot of ways. And I feel like a lot of people our age, like I said, we go through a weird spot. We're going through the transition and the advancements of technology and access to people without having to move and when you do stuff like that it suppresses other things like socializing and that's a huge thing that I feel like people don't recognize too much or maybe we are and we're finally starting to think about regulations and such but I will say that you don't know how many friends and just people in general who are so like they got so much social anxiety you don't know how many introverts are in the world just in general even if they're not made to be introverts you know like they're not here and they're they're expressive they're talkative but they've been shut down and bug-eyed because like people are like why are you talking to me you know like and it's just so embarrassing that they just have to like go down and like with their whole way of socializing like when i graduated from high school everybody stayed home i didn't see not a person outside like nobody and it just like blows my mind and this is just in my area, but I can't, and I can't speak for all because I went down to Florida, everybody's outside all day, you know, but like, it was just, it just taught me a lot about like, you know, when you get, when you get that social anxiety, it's kind of, and then you have a thing with your parents. I feel like a lot of, uh, another thing is like the, connect, the relationships between kids and their parents is very like different now, but, it but the same, like we grow up and we just have not, some of us, we have parents that are still together. Some of, most of us probably don't. And I feel like that, and that miscommunication, like we can only speak to one parent or the other, you know, stuff like that. Like, it's just very, it makes things very sensitive to talk about. And then you're, you express that through, I mean, you only talk to yourself about it. And when you're stuck with an idle Mm -hmm. mind, that's the devil's playground. So like, you're going to it's not good for somebody who goes through depression themselves. You know, I'm glad I'm blessed to be here. Like you have no idea. I should not be here and I'm here. And I'm like, if like, and I sat, I would sit in isolation. Cause I wouldn't know I'd have things in my mind that I can't handle at the moment. When I had COVID, I had stuff sitting in my head that I couldn't handle at the moment. Cause I had COVID and I couldn't leave the house. You know, like I I couldn't live a day without like, man, like I need to do something. I need to keep moving. I need to keep going out, doing stuff. And, I don't care if people are involved or not, but I need to like keep my mind focused on things, not my, not my phone, not gaming, not TV. But like, I need to keep it active. That's and that's why I hate our job, low key, because it just it keeps isolating my brain. Low key, like oh, like I'm over here working nonstop. I'm like, it's not that it's not that hard. But all I'm saying is like, when um, I think a lot of it has to do with just the access to technology for such a long such long periods of time, and the social anxiety that we get from that causes us to interact with each other less, be comfortable with each other less, or that we just jump the far in and act and we look kind of crazy, but we just like jump the far end and start talking out of our ass. And then it's a parent child relationship too. I feel like a lot of people aren't really connecting with the parents they have and, or the family that they have with them. So it, it's a mixture of both. There's all, you know, there's plenty of other components. I mean, people just go through stuff and, I'm from I'm from the suburbs. I didn't I didn't I grew up in a rough place, but it was nothing as rough as, as it could be and I'm I'm over here like there are some people who go through a lot worse than me that just humbles me. Like it just humbles me. I'm like I have to learn. I have to learn cuz I ain't going to lose my life at this, you know and I'm blessed with all this. Like people have way less. But some people don't recognize it. They just like they're like life's not important. Life's not stands me. Nobody gets this. Nobody Nobody makes me feel okay about how I feel about this, you know. That's the bigger statement. Nobody makes me feel okay about how I think or how I feel about this, you know, and that can ruin a person low key. If you rob somebody out of a sensitive topic that they have in their mind and you're sounding like, What's wrong with you? or Uh, that sounds dumb or whatever, you don't know, but that's just another mark on their head saying that they ain't worth. Shit. <laughs> I yeah, I'm just, I've like just,
0: just been noticed, I've just been noticed on the news, like some. A girl from Southern Southern University down in Louisiana, she wrote a long post and said she's just tired of failing, and she took a life. Mm. You know what I mean? And nobody knew she was going through that. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, man, you don't know what's in somebody's mind. You know what I mean? Not to say my parents, my parents, I, I felt like I couldn't really talk to my pops so I became a grown man. You know what I mean? A lot of people just keep all that in you know what i mean especially going through certain situations where you know what i mean parents and you know what i mean we're toxic and yep. you know what i mean so you kind of hold a grudge because your, your mom pushes you against your dad and stuff like that man it's, it's it's a lot i understand it's a lot on these kids where they feel shut down right you know what i mean
1: that's 100 percent. though that parent child connection is huge i mean i didn't get a decent relationship with my father until like this year or uh either this year or last year actually it was like more like this year i i didn't really like it was the first time he said he was proud of me like actually proud of me and i was just like i didn't think i'd ever hear that from him and i i i mean it just be like that sometimes i I feel like us men though we really got it different with communication because we're really silent on a lot of things and i really hate it like i wish like yeah, we got men communities and stuff, but like like I just really wish we could be a little bit more like responsive to each other. We don't got to be responsive to everybody, all right? But like there's, you know, you
0: could click- But we we were told we are taught to don't cry. Yep. Don't show your emotions, keep locked in. Yep. You got to put a poker face in, you know, in the community I came from, you had to have a poker face. Same. Stop acting like a little ass girl. You know what I mean? And sometimes you gotta decompress, it. sometimes I cry in the fucking shower like a little loser. I feel like a loser. You ain't no crying way. in the shower. You gotta get that shit. But up. you gotta, but you, gotta you gotta get that motherfucker out, or that motherfucker will be like fucking Silent Hill, that zombie gonna no, come bro, in your fucking bro. brain and fuck your shit up. That has
1: Nah, you're on the spot though. I feel like people gotta express themselves, cause I mean I tell you right now, I was never afraid to, and that's what like got me a lot less friends, cause I was just like. Why are you acting like this? Why don't you just tell me what's wrong? You know, and they'll be like nothing, nothing. And I'm like, just grow up, yo. Like, yo, I'm here. If I'm asking, it's because I'm caring. All right. Like, the world's hard as it is. Like, we're all here. Don't know what the f- we're doing. Like, we're just trying to live our lives and figure each- ourselves out. Like, let's just work together. And yeah, sure, some things are embarrassing. I got a friend who did something that was simple. You know, I ain't gonna say his name on here, but he knows who he. He took a shot and he threw up and it was so embarrassing to him. And he was like, don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. And I was just like, bro, it's a, it happens. Like, it's a simple thing, but he really took it serious. It was a simple thing. And I'm like, bro, I, think, you're I just think
0: a lot of us really insecure, man. Yeah. It sucks. To really insecure.
1: Us. I think it's also the, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that, but I can definitely say it's the, it's the chase of women too. That also shuts us down. Like, we still have this thing about pulling bitches and trying to have stories about you know the times we smashed this girl or this girl or this girl stuff like that. And then we're trying to everybody's all about body count. I just told somebody they were asking. They were like, "Do you care about my body count? So I was like, I, "Like yes, but no." Like you brought it up, so now yes, but like no because I wasn't asking. Like you know, like it wasn't a, it
0: wasn't a big. But, but that's that 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 is a touchy subject it though. Is. That no, was- nobody. Nobody want the ultimate warrior warrior, though. Okay. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Nobody wants to nobody bought a car with 300,000 miles. on it. Nobody wants to date the porn star. All right. Like, sorry. No, no offense. But that's just not that's that's a rare that's a rare interest that I nor any guy of mine ever will know. But at the same time, like. Like, that's just everybody. Everybody pulls their own, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they do their own thing. I'm just like more like we have the status quo based off of like the bodies that we smash or like the girls that we smash, or we have this, I don't know what it is. It's like an unknown leaderboard of like within a group, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so weird to me though. Cause look, look, listen, 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 like I never cared about any of that. Like I do my own thing. Everybody does their own thing and I'm just, I, whatever. If you got stories cool, if you don't laugh, like, cause some of this, I mean, we've talked about some things it's funny as shit. Well like like was, I remember some of the stories that we like all talked about at work. But uh nonetheless, like we have this and we feel I feel like that's also a pressure to hold if you do when you're doing your own thing. Like like when a girl denies you, every everybody's all about rejection because rejection just hurts. Women get to choose on some things. They get to choose more than men do in a lot of ways. That's why it's the whole chase game, but it's just like, when people, I feel like when people like, play
0: chase game and, and on your level nowadays. The tech guy, the tech guy I play, changed the whole game about the chase game. Cause look, I got the app. You got an app now called Tinder. You got an app named POV, POF. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's not no, it's no more chasing no more. It's, it's like true. DoorDash. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to choose you. It's going to be at nine o'clock. I choose you. It's see. 830. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not really a chase no more.
1: It's it's, it's interesting. You know, though, I was just talking to somebody about that. I was like, I wish I had some bros that just wanted to go out and get, get numbers. Like, let's just like... Don't go. do that no more. Nobody does that, yo. And it pisses me off because I'm like, look, I never got to do that. And I never got to. I always did that shit on my own. Like, like I always did that shit on my own. And I'm like, bro, I kind of just want some friends. We go out to the mall. We're probably getting ourselves some clothes or whatever we getting at the mall. But if we see a girl, we eyeing up a couple chicks, like, I was like, hey, yo, let's go try to get their number. You know, like, whether we fail or not, it's an experience that, like, like, it's just a bonding experience because it's a chase. It's a chase. And then we oh, all are like, oh, dang, we didn't get what we were You didn't try you know. And I'm like, whatever, yo. Or, like, we might stumble, right? Like, one of us, it's all, I always see people, like, they stumble over their words or they're stuttering or whatever. We just make fun of it. It just makes a better relationship between men that says, like, nah, like, I fucks with you. You fuck with me. Cool thing we respect and ain't no like there's you can't have you can't be insecure about a denial in that sense when you got friends with you that are doing these kind of things with you you know so i feel like that was an experience that i feel like we should never let go of and not it's not know. the same they let
0: that go yeah they that's let that's time okay. that don't exist that's a you know, time why, that don't exist you
1: you know me. why though i think it's that social anxiety yo that's what i'm saying like the social anxiety on that like they can't even ponder doing that. They feel like they're going to be embarrassing. They're going to lose the way they look yeah. and all that. I'm like, you're not losing nothing. Just like going, you're not losing nothing. You're going to get a no. You're going to keep it moving. Like, they're not that big of a deal. The situation is not that big of a deal. Like, you make everything like you're a celebrity. You're not even a celebrity. Like, nobody's watching you do this. Like, <laughs> except your friends. But, like, that's just me. That's just me. I just feel like a lot of men are just very, like you said, insecure and they're they're worrisome about how they're going to be judged, or they're worried they're going to be judged the way they don't want to be judged,
0: or they you know That's they're talking
1: to the wrong people.
0: But it's, it's a lot of people out here just looking for likes. Everybody think is Instagram the world is Instagram. Everybody looking for likes. <clears throat> people post things on social media to get for likes. People will post somebody in a casket for likes. Likes. It's just a sad. Everybody wants that self um, validation. Like the, the validation, yeah. everybody wants self-validation. They can't. They're. they I, I feel like the internet is like a drug. You know what I mean. Yeah. And some people just be OD. You know what I mean. Nah, i
1: with you on that. That's a
0: that's a good way to put it. That's why I
1: just think a lot of the things that we do is just because of social media. Like we got too much access. Like we're we're, we're too reliant on it, and it's it's kind of piss poor now because nobody knows how to talk to people. And nobody knows how to be talked to. Just talking to a girl about this earlier today, like, um, I was, just, I was like, like people don't know how to confront, like, w- like I was like, women should hit on men when they want the men, you know, and I, that's just like, look, you should be able to do that, but men don't know how to take that, and, uh, and vice versa. Like, hit on a chick, they don't know how to take that; they'll just embarrass you because they feel embarrassed.
0: Like a lot of women talk in subliminals, they are not going to be upfront. and tell you, they, they, they. I feel like they they don't do that because they're gonna feel like they're thirsty or they're a whore.
1: Exactly, they're gonna. The,
0: it's the quite opposite. And
1: yeah, and they're gonna be judged on if they, you know, if they accept this, like they're easy to get when they're not. That's the whole like. That's the whole point of the this is like I'm making a move. You're not easy to get, so like I'm not saying you're playing hard to get. It's just more like just be yourself, like. It, if you're interested, cool. If you like to just like, oh, you gonna have to work harder than that, cool. I, I like you don't. It's not that big of a deal. But I see where they're coming from in that perspective. They like, oh, I, I be looked at it as like a whore if I take this guy. You know, I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I mean, I guess it depends on your body count. You know, a whore
0: or a warrior. You know, that's a different story. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, 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 nobody gonna buy no car with three hundred thousand miles on it. At the end of the road, you know what I mean? Even. That's, I mean.
1: In of thousands, a lot of miles, though, you know, you have to go really, you have to go really far to get there. And I feel like there's not a lot of women. You better
0: have there. extra oil in the engine, because if there ain't no extra oil in the engine, you might get nipped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, nah. <laughs> oh, nah. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I just feel like, man, the world would be a better place if they... Motherfuckers didn't give a fuck what people really thought about them, man, and just kept on moving. Facts. But that's easier said or done. That's true. I fuck up. I fuck up. Words, my, my girl be telling me, what the fuck word you just said? I said, man, I, I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to find something new. You know what <laughs> I mean? I try to read. You know what I mean? Yeah. I be nah. looking at her college books. I am like, what the fuck word is this? I try to say it. She's like, no, nah, that's not that shit. You, that's not how you say it.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, just be yourself. Like, be authentic. Like, that's the whole point of life, is just
0: enjoying the journey, I, you know? like You can't be nobody but yourself. I can't be nobody else except for Rod. You can't be nobody else but Grant. Facts.
1: like and better to be that yourself, though. Like, I don't think people get it. Like, the more you realize, even if you're childish or you're disrespectful or maybe you're not, you're ignorant in the matter, like, acknowledge where you are standing so you can only build from there. If you don't acknowledge these things, you'll always be fake because you're never doing what it really takes for you to actually grow. You're only doing things outside of it, around the bush, whatever. And it just, it just be, it just be bugging. I'm watching people do this and confrontation is a good way to tell if a person is their authentic self, you know, like if the, if they're actually going to be capable of like talking to you. That's why I hate working under people, to be honest, you know, because, I can confront people. I would just confront like supervisors, we'll just say that, or leads or whatever. And uh, like if something happened and I need them to, they need to like straighten up or something. And I'm like, they're not good with it. They're not good with it. My friends, they're not, I mean, some of them are cool that can't handle it. They can't handle that straightforward, like, hey, yo, what, what's up with this? Like you pulled this front and like you got me in this ditch. Like what the, what, what's going on? They're not good with it. Or they're like, they're just silent. And I'm like, this is the tell. This is a tall tale sign that you're just not comfortable with this, you need to be. You should be. If you're, if you are yourself and you're comfortable with yourself, you don't give a fuck who's talking to you, because you'll talk to anybody the way you're going to talk to them. That's just it. Like,
0: that's just it. You shouldn't. That's that's, 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 that's why I don't understand why I'm- nowadays. I feel like even at the job, I feel like some men can't handle confliction. You know what I mean? Uh, of just speaking their mind without you know what I mean, taking the reaction or the the action. Like, you you gotta be comfortable as a man. If I got a problem with you, I'm supposed to tell you. You know what I mean? I got problems with Grant because this this how I feel. But a lot of men are comfortable just to punk out <laughs> and, and, and go tell somebody else.
1: That shit pisses me off, yo. That shit pisses me off. Bro. Like, you show some respect, like, if I got a problem with you, I'm going to talk to you about it. I'm going to tell you about it because I respect you. I have nothing personal against you. And even if I did, I'm going to
0: still go to your face and tell you because, like, that's it. But... That's the, but, it's, but the beginning of the time, if a motherfucker got a problem, you know what I mean? You go back in history. Politicians, presidents, man, I got a problem with you. You guys have a duel. These motherfuckers used to shoot each other. Nah, with I- pistols. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we can't even have a conversation. This shit's crazy to me. It, that shit is crazy to me. It is, yo.
1: It's just we don't change. We have a like, we just don't change. It's crazy because there's this one guy I talked about that. Uh, he was talking about, like, yeah, like men gotta like put their like, us black men need to like learn to put our defenses down every time somebody wants to come talk to us, and now look at everything as like a war against right and wrong or my side versus your side. But yet, he literally did it moments later with me. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, I, like, why are you doing this? Like, you, you, I'm not even, I just, I literally, all I did was ask him, hey, like, do you travel? And he just went in um, and trying to cover his, I guess, I don't know, like, his sense of not traveling. I don't know. He was just very defensive. I'm like, I'm not against you. Like, I told him, I was like, I'm just trying to ask, like, I'm just trying to get to know who's doing these services, you know, like. Who's I'm gonna be seeing you every two weeks, you know? I'm I'm gonna have to, like, I gotta get to know you. And you just defensive. And I was like, I don't know why we gotta be like this. Like, just that's that's that-
0: why that's what a lot of people were just man. I'm telling you, a lot of people are really anti social, man. And yeah. it's a lot of people where they judge you because you talk a certain way. Um the the word uh, you know what I mean. Judge a book by its cover. That shit's mm-hmm. a, That shit repeats itself all the time. I remember one time I was in a break room. In the break room, I'm just mm-hmm. talking. I'm talking. I sing a little song. Tennessee whiskey. Chris Stapleton. Oh, try you listen to country music? Um, why? Why would I not listen to country music? Cause I'm black. I can't <laughs> listen to country music. <laughs> Cause I. Uh, I, I wear sweatpants and I wear graphic tees. Sometimes I don't like country music. I listen to multiple music. Yeah. Like what dictates me? <laughs> Cause I, I got tattoos and, and and you know what I mean. I got tattoos in a sleeve and they they that I don't like country music. They don't expect it,
1: Rob. I didn't even I didn't even know. Like I was surprised. I was like, "Yo, you got a podcast, yo?" But then again, I was like, "That'd be a great idea." That I didn't even think to mention to him. Like that's like perfect. And then when you asked, when you told me like when I saw the intro to the podcast and hearing some of the things that you like to talk about, I'm like, dang, that's crazy. Like, well, you on the on the job is different than you on the podcast, but at the same time, you're still the same because you in the job, (laughs) you just you just a fucker. But like you on the you know when I saw when I heard a couple of the episodes, I was like, he's really just speaking his mind and is is honestly like is elevated. And it's not, it's not like, it's not, it's, it's detailed. Like a lot of people can't get into details with how they think. So I was just like, and he's on topics that some of them are like, I don't, probably don't talk about. But like most of them, like, nah, that's some stuff that I definitely talk about with my friends, especially a few friends where we could talk for hours. And I mean, hours about his goal orientation, like layouts, just the views on life, perspectives, like, you know, stuff like that. Speaking of perspectives, what's your like? Have you had any like wave of like uh, perspectives that have changed, like that have changed the way you think? Ultimately, like a wave of like realization. You're like, what am I bugging for about
0: this? Like, wow, I see a different. I've I, I have, I've have a couple of them. Like I I know I noticed you can't you can't hang out with people that don't have goals or don't align with your goals because they're gonna distract you. That's a big thing I had to learn. You know what I mean? If if you hang out with certain people, their fucking laziness can drip on you. It can drip on you. You know what I mean? It do. And, and, and I, I feel like this life is like a fucking RPG. You know what I mean? It's like Far Cry. It's like Far Cry. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a lot of side missions that can distract you from your ultimate goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I really, I really feel like that. No, if f- that makes sense, no, I feel like I you know, it's, it's a lot of stuff. It's a couple times I look, I, you know what I mean? I'm just sitting outside looking at life. I said, man, I distracted. I, you know what I mean? I got distracted for like five years straight doing dumb shit. Said, so, man, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I stayed focused in my original plan. Like it's a lot of shit I never got a chance to do because. I was doing, you know what I mean? I was doing some ignorant dumb shit. Now that's why, I, now the only thing I like to do now is come home, edit a couple podcasts, play the game. That's all I like to do, or go out with my girl and go out with my kids. Like, that's my main thing. But a lot of people think I'm weird now because I don't want to hang out. I don't want to hang out by SIDS no more. Got you. I'm, I'm weird. You know what I mean? Black people would like to put that word weird on you when you try to do the right thing. They make it's it's a it is a cancel word. Oh, this this motherfucker's weird. Like Kanye said, they call him crazy. to cancel him. I feel like you know what I mean. We call somebody trying to align to goals and and, and do the straight and narrow and try to be a good person overall. You put that weird on them. That's like saying, man, he it he's a fucked up individual. He's not trying to follow the propaganda.
1: Yeah, of
0: distraction. Yeah. Nah, you on the right path then.
1: I mean, if you're staying out of like a bunch of bad shit and you're not trying to overdo yourself, you know, like doing the most for no reason, like, it just, I'm no, I'm no, you know, like, why, you know, like, wizard or anything. I'm just saying, like, if you feel as though you're on the right path and you got people who disagree and call you weird for it, then you're probably exactly on the path you need to be. I mean, you, honestly, like, that's what I do. Like, I go home. I want to do school because I don't like to be home and I have nothing to do. Like, so I went to school. I'm going to finish this semester. Mm. And I'm like, I play video games. If I want to do, if I want to be by myself, I'll be by myself. If I want to be with friends, I'd be with friends. But it's more like before school, I just worked and went to the gym, worked, went to the gym, draw, paint, went to the gym, worked like that was it and people would just be like are you ever going to hang out you know or do stuff i'm like nah i got goals i need to hit things i want to do you know i would even stop stop smoking stop drinking like whatever i had to do i do what i got to do for myself but you got to stay on that path and i hate that word weird because they be using it like it's a, like it's a weapon it's it's not it's just out of their norm you know like it's out of their normal day it's out of their normal you know like they want to go out and do these things because that's just the, where they're at where they're at with their life where you're just doing something different but like i don't know i just feel like we should just have each other's backs like hey you are doing this go ahead get that bread or get those gains or take care of your kids or whatever you got to do like i'll never I can like I just can't knock a person for that. Or like if they are going to do some wild shit that I just would not do, I just like just be safe, yo. Like I ain't trying to lose another friend, <laughs> you know.
0: Uh, it's, just, it's just it's just a lot of. I just feel like man, at the end of the day, man, it's it's a lot of things of people. People, we we as people are just fucking so misguided and and in certain situations where some people in the Matrix and they will never wake up. And you know what I mean? And, and some of us can wake up and get disconnect, you know what I mean? That fucking, that system of distraction off our head and and move forward. And and some people want you to put you back on the plug. Facts. Oh, facts. I... The Matrix movie, they try to plug you back into the system of dumb shit. <clears throat> no, that's true. I
1: can't blame on that. A lot of people just don't like cut the shit and do what they got to do, no matter how bizarre it might. Be, they just need to cut the
0: shit. All right, this is my last question, man. And everybody, get out of here. Oh, all right. What? How, how did you get into graphic design, man?
1: Uh, it's actually a really cool story, and I'm not saying this voluntarily. My mom actually said this. Um, I started in eighth grade. Uh, there was this site called Sumo Paint. It's a way better source now but uh i was checking it out in school because we had some free time in computer class and i took it i went home that day because it was a rare time where we could just have free time and he this teacher gave us a to fight. cool took it home and um i thought it was a really cool like program and i showed it my mom and uh at the time my stepdad and I was like, let me show you all this feature. And I'm like, look at this cool effect. And I got this symmetry effect where you could draw one line and it would draw five more in opposite directions like a snowflake. And it was just like, it would be symmetrical in five different directions. And they were just amazed. So my mom took that upon herself and she got Photoshop Elements. And when she got Photoshop Elements, I tried that out, made pictures. So I was like 13 at the time. And then I was make, I was drawing illustrations. I was doing different things. And then she actually liked it too. So she actually got like a legit Photoshop, which Photoshop is not a cheap monthly plan or a cheap Mm -hmm. deal to get, but she got it. And then she took it on. I took it on, like after she was done on the computer, I get right on there and I'd be on that thing for hours, like for hours, just doing art, making designs, checking out new features, just being, I'm super curious. I'm like, what is this? This is better than a game right now. And I was a gamer back then, so it was heavy. And uh, she dev- she was like, nah, I think she's going to she was like, I think I'm going-, going to get in graphic design. And I mean, that's what I was already thinking, too. So she stated that I got her in graphic design and then her and I, when she was building her business, I was her like con- like her uh, critic for her-, her designs and stuff. So I could like so we could help so I could help her out. Me, I was just doing stuff for fun because I'm too young. Like I was I wasn't making it. The- mm-hmm people and I was too nervous I was I wasn't I was I wasn't dumb I was just very like nervous and shy on exposing myself as an artist and my work so I was just like working on my own shit but uh when I over the years watching her grow like in a in the span of like 10 plus years now I mean she's just doing she is she's thriving in her own business I mean she's literally like I mean I like to say this because it's this a huge achievement in my books but like her clients are telling her Hey, I'm gonna give you a raise, (laughs) and these are her clients. Like, these are one-on-one clients. Like, nah, pay you more than that per hour, and I and I mean like twenty-five dollars an hour more. You know, like, damn, on top of her original. So like, she is phenomenal at her work. But before that, like, before she got to where she is now, uh, I was just with her, like, critiquing and also designing my own stuff. And I felt like I was going to get into graphic design because I was—I had such an advantage. When I went to college, I was already like on like my first semester, I was already sub teaching for the professors and I was already helping students. And then when I dropped out, then they made it a legit job to have somebody like be a tutor that is a student. And I came back now and I just found out this like this year that they've been doing that. This was their first time trying it out after COVID. So I, I I've always been, a. it wasn't a matter of graphic, I guess graphic design, but I just like, I really like just doing art and I can do it really well with the computer, but I I like to, I like to connect the, the psychology and, and like just the tools of graphic design and put them together. So like getting to know a person and designing something for them is a great experience for me, rather than just building a logo for a company or a law firm. Or some politicians, you know, like I like to get to know the people and build that relationship because we don't do that enough, you know, where, where I'm at. So, um, yeah, that's it. I've been graphic designer, but all design right. artist. That's what it. That's what it been.
0: All right, Grant, I appreciate you coming on to Rod and Sister Podcast, man, and giving me your time. Of course. Um, hopefully you come back on, or I come on one of your joints. You know what I mean? That's how you know what I mean. Marketing goes, uh-huh. jump on somebody else's stuff, and eventually it blows up. But um, all right, man. Take it easy, man. I appreciate you, man.
1: It's a pleasure, yo. I'll see you at work. <laughs> all right, yo. <laughs> all right, bro.